0: Welcome to Kiss and Tel Aviv, where we put the love in Tel Aviv. I'm your host Margot, and this is Tel Aviv's First and Only Dating, Sex and Relationships podcast. And in today's episode, we're gonna discuss how to be happy single and how to survive engagement season because it is fully upon us. Now, I know that a ton of my listeners live in Israel and a lot of us are Jewish and aren't celebrating Christmas and whatnot. But no matter what, thanks to the internet, we can see what a lot of our friends living abroad are up to. And typically, the time between Christmas and New Year's is full of engagement announcements. So whether you're Jewish, Christian, Atheist, Zoroastrian, Rastafarian, it's officially the season of engagement. Now, I have to start this off by saying I was inspired to discuss this topic um, by real life um, and also by my queen and idol, Miss Shallon Lester, who I have talked about on this podcast before. But if you don't know her, go and check out her YouTube channel, Shallon Lester. She makes amazing videos about relationships and she even discusses celebrity relationships and, you know, the lessons that we can learn from them. It's amazing. And I've gotten so much wonderful advice from her. Anyways, she did a recent video on engagement season and it really, really, really resonated with me for a lot of different reasons. And everything she says pretty much resonates me. But I want to credit her with the inspo for today's, episodes, for today's episode and share some of what I learned from her with all of you guys. So let's get into it. If you hear my dog slurping on his water in the background, he chose now when I started to press record to go over there and slurp his water. The entire time I was writing this outline, he sat there silently sleeping next to me. And the second I press record, he decides to go and just make so much noise. So that's Teddy in the background, you guys, if you hear that. okay. let's get into it. All right. Now. A lot of people get engaged around this time of year, including, you know, friends and family. My own sister got engaged on Christmas Eve and, you know, this time of year can be difficult for a lot of people, right? And it's not even if you celebrate Christmas or you don't, whatever it is, it's, you know, the year's coming to a close. A lot of people are having feelings, you know, of anxiety, maybe about how fast this year went by. And yet, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but... 2021 was like we were coming out of the pandemic but things were half open half not whatever the fuck whatever the fuck and then it it just felt like the year went by really fast but also super slow at the same time if you were living here in Israel there was an entire fucking war that happened not to mention the pandemic that's still going on and like it was just weird all of a sudden we blinked and it's December and I know people say that every year but I really felt it this year where the year went by really fast and really slow at the same time and we're all just kind of like wondering what the fuck just happened like did I achieve anything you know it's like (laughs) last year you know you make a resolution to get in shape and get a boyfriend and then you know December comes around you realize you gained 20 pounds and got ghosted by some dude from Tinder (laughs) that didn't actually happen to me, but you know, it's just like kind of that feeling where you're like, fuck, the end of the year can kind of make people feel that way. Um, one second. Stop. Stop doing that, Teddy. (laughs) Anyways, um, needless to say, you know, this time of year can be difficult and especially if you're feeling insecure about your relationship status and being single, or if you feel like your love life isn't exactly where you want it to be. And, you know, the thing is, it's not because when you see one of your close friends get engaged, it's not that you're not happy for them. Or, you know, there's this assumption that if you're single and you see somebody get engaged, that you're jealous. That's not it, necessarily. You might be happily single. And maybe the thought of someone getting engaged makes you feel like, oh, there goes another one, you know, another friend I've lost that I'm never going to have the same relationship with once she gets married. I know that that's happened to me. Or maybe it's that you went through a rough breakup recently and someone close to you is getting engaged. This exact scenario happened to me, by the way, a few years back. I went through a really, really like tough breakup. Uh, And about a month later, my best friend got engaged. And I remember it was so hard to try and be like jubilant and obviously, obviously, I was happy for her. I'm not a monster. And the man she married is incredible. Like, she's my best friend. But it really was hard because, you know, the person I thought I was going to end up with at the time, thank God I was wrong, but that's what I felt at the time, had just dumped me, right? And I was in the fucking thick of it. And not only that, but when he and I were still a couple, we hung out with my best friend and her now husband all the time. And I pictured my ex and I, you know, going to their wedding and seeing them move forward while my relationship had just ended. It felt like I was getting disemboweled with a butter knife. You know, it was awful. So needless to say, if that's your situation, I get it. I've been there. Also, maybe you're in a relationship and, you know, engagement season comes around and your relationship isn't moving forward Or shit, maybe you're married and you see somebody getting engaged and you look back on a time when your relationship was maybe in a fresher place and now you have kids and the mundane, you know, kind of day-to-day marriage stuff has set in for you and you kind of long for a time when it was just you and your partner and you miss that time of engagement. And, you know, like I said, it's not that you're not happy for people that get engaged. It's just that it may be... It's making you feel some type of way, whether you want to get engaged and married or whether you don't. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm in a place in my life for the first time ever where engagements and relationships and weddings and marriage, they're not necessarily on my radar right now. And a few years ago, I promise, if you would have told me that at 33, I would still be single, I would have been horrified. I would have been horrified because I thought that that was like the worst fucking case scenario. But now I'm happily single. I have no qualms about my age or where I'm at in my life. Things have really shifted for me, thankfully. And I know that my life is complete, whether or not I have a fiance or a ring on my finger. And also I've sort of, you know, looked at the monsters under the bed. And for me, those monsters were, oh my God, ending up alone and not having a husband and not having kids is probably the worst thing that could ever happen to me. Like, think about that for a second. Is that really the worst fucking thing that can happen to you? If you sh- sh- monsters live in the dark, right? And this is another Shallon Lester quote: "Monsters live in the dark. If you take a flashlight and you shine it under the bed, right where you think these monsters live, and you look under the bed, it's just a bunch of dust bunnies, babe. It it is. Clean it out. Clean it out." Get your Dyson and suck that shit out of there, okay? Because once I did that, I realized that my worst fears were not even that scary. And I know if you're anything like me and if you're listening to this, that you might feel that way. That ending up alone, not getting married, not having kids is the worst possible fucking thing that can happen to you. No, I'll tell you what. The worst possible thing that can happen to you is getting a terminally, a life-threatening terminal illness. Losing a limb losing a family member going blind you know getting in an accident and never being able to and going brain dead you know having someone fucking lose their life i don't know like getting covid and having all your fucking hair fall out or losing your taste for the rest of your life so you never taste you know fucking flaming hot cheetos ever again that's some real life-threatening shit that's some real scary stuff but Not ending up in a situation that you thought you wanted might not be the worst thing in the world. Now, I want to say this too. This is not to say that I believe that there is anything wrong with wanting those things. Everyone has the right to want those things. And there's a part of me that does want those things. Just because I don't want them in this current moment doesn't mean I don't want them at all. And I just want to make that clear to people listening. That I don't look down on wanting or even participating in those things. I'm not anti-marriage. I'm not anti-engagement. That's not what this is about. I'm just in a place where, in my life like where personally it's not really on my radar at this time. Now, I truly believe, and I, I, I know this to be fact, that so many women are taught that the most important thing we can achieve in our lives is marriage and family and i've talked about this in previous episodes we talked about this in the mama's boy episode so go and listen to that it was a bit of a different context but we're really taught that like the only time our lives are valid are if we're given you know this ultimate seal of approval where a man gets down on his knees and asks us to marry him and then we get to post the instagram photo that with some fucking corny caption that's like <laughs> a million times yes and walk down the aisle and have kids and that's it we're taught that that's the most important thing we can do again these are wonderful things to do okay i am not shitting on them if you're listening to this and you're like this girl's just jealous that she doesn't have that that's not what the fuck it is okay so stop assuming that every single single every single single woman wants those things or is jealous of you because you have them we have to stop doing that to single people it's not the case It's not the fucking case, okay? Not everybody wants what you have. Um, And I don't know. I just, again, there's nothing wrong with these things, but I do think there is something wrong with the assumption that you can't have a full and complete life without these things. And you know who predominantly gets fed this message? Women, right? No one looks at Leonardo DiCaprio's life and says, oh, that poor guy. his incomplete life because he never married anyone he never had children with one of his fucking teen brides whatever you know they never they never look at him and and think that stuff they're like he's an academy award-winning incredibly accomplished actor who gets to fuck the hottest women on the on the planet no one thinks that his life is incomplete no But every single tabloid plasters Jennifer Aniston's face on their fucking homepage and labels her a sob story because she never ended up having kids. And for years, like when she was younger, every single time now that, you know, she's in her 50s, I think no one really talks about that anymore. But they still look at her like she's a fucking old maid, you know. And back in the day, every time, you know, her clothing even so much as bulged a centimeter, people started assuming she was pregnant. And then they would actually be able to be seen as a successful woman at that part, despite her wildly successful career as an actress, where she literally got paid a million dollars to be on the most popular sitcom, one of the most popular sitcoms of all time. But because she didn't have a baby, therefore, none of that shit matters. And I'm just going to say this, girl, do you really think that the only reason you were put on this planet is to be defined by your relationship status? That the only reason you were put on this planet was to attach your worth to a guy? A fucking dude? A guy? Come on. They're not that hard to get. Come on. It's hot. Girl. Your relationship status is the least interesting thing about you. Come on. So maybe, you know, you can start to look a little bit more objectively at people who are getting engaged and realize that maybe this isn't the most crowning achievement. It's not like once... You, if you're looking at this as like, oh, once some guy puts a big shiny rock on my finger, I can finally breathe a sigh of relief because I've been accepted and validated. Like, really? Really? There's got to be, there's got to be more to life. Do you guys remember that song? Okay, I'll stop singing. Sorry. But think about it this way. You know, are you looking at engagement as a milestone, as if once it happens to you, suddenly a ton of things are going to fall into place and you're not going to have to worry about certain things anymore? For example... Maybe you feel like getting engaged or getting married is going to give your life some purpose because it's currently lacking some at this moment, at this stage. Because you know what? No one asks a bride about her career or her dreams the year before her wedding. She's too busy planning the wedding. Maybe you're attracted to the idea of being engaged because you want to pump the the brakes a little bit on your life and Maybe you're afraid that you're not going to make it in this world without getting engaged or without that achievement. If that's what it really is, it's time to look a little bit closer at why you actually want to be in a relationship and be engaged. Also, fucking A, um, if you see your friends getting engaged, there's literally nothing to be jealous about. They have to plan a fucking wedding now during a pandemic. There is nothing about that that you should be jealous of. (laughs) There is nothing about that that sounds appealing. Think about it. Think about all the stress you're going to save without having to plan a wedding right now. Literally like watching people who are engaged plan a wedding makes nothing makes me want to elope more than that. The stress of that and then add a fucking pandemic and all these goddamn closures every five minutes of the borders that this and that and this and that. Yeah, fucking right. Based on that alone, you shouldn't be jealous of your friends who are getting engaged but I digress. Maybe you think that if, you know, your boyfriend finally proposes, if you're in a relationship, that it's going to eliminate, you know, that sinking feeling in your stomach that you get every single time he goes out with the boys and doesn't return any of your calls or texts at 2 a.m. Maybe you feel like your relationship is going to finally feel like it's on solid ground once you make it engagement official. Maybe you feel like if you're engaged, your parents are finally going to stop bugging you about it and you get some relief. Maybe you feel like if you get into a relationship, they're finally going to get off your back. I can tell you right now that's not the case. I can guarantee you that A, there's some kind of internal issue going on that you're avoiding in the hopes that this milestone will magically fix it. And B, that not only will getting engaged not fix any of those, girl, it's only going to make them worse. I promise you. If your life doesn't have a purpose now, let's say, okay, you get engaged and now you finally get to plan a wedding and, you know, this year is just full of all of the wedding planning stuff. What happens when you say I do and the party's over and your life didn't have purpose before and then it became all about wedding planning and suddenly you have a marriage to tend to and you still have no purpose and you're broke and exhausted from planning a wedding and you're sad that it's all over and you're not getting attention anymore. And now you have a fucking husband that you have to, you know, deal with. <laughs> if you think that him proposing is suddenly going to make him behave differently, you got another thing coming, boo. And if you think that, you know, also like your parents are going to back off you once you get engaged. Hell no. Especially if they're Israeli. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you guys some Israeli in-laws. You think they're going to stop bugging you once you guys get engaged? Please. If anything, they're going to bug you about the wedding planning, be all up in your shit, have some fucking like over the top ima who's going to come in and try to control the whole goddamn thing. And then you are finally getting married. Th- the second you get married, they're going to start bugging you about when you're going to have kids. And then you have one kid and they're going to ask you when you're going to have another one. Then they're going to ask you where they're going to go to school. Then you're going to, they're going to ask you where they're going to go to the army. Blah, 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 blah. It never fucking ends. Okay. It just, the, ch- the questions just change. This is another thing that um, I got from Shalyn who I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, but she describes getting into a relationship or getting engaged or getting married as like it's going from unemployed to being employed again, to getting a job, right? Sure, when you're unemployed, it sucks. Like you have bills to pay and, you know, there's stuff you got to take care of and it's it's stressful, but then you get a job and you're like, oh, thank God. Like, yeah, you don't have to worry about bills to pay anymore, but you do have to worry about, you know, asking for vacation days and that annoying coworker that you have to deal with every day. And suddenly you can't sleep in as much anymore. It's a lot like, you know, getting going from being single to being in a relationship is a lot like that, especially if you believe that being single is horrible and being in a relationship is perfect. That is a crock of shit. And it is so easy to look at other people's relationships and think that. It could not be further from the fucking truth. Why do you believe that? Why do you believe that? What do you need to be saved from so badly that you think getting engaged is going to fix? Because, girl, mm, it will fix nothing. It will fix nothing. Okay? Okay. Now, maybe you fall into a different category where you are sort of at a place where engagement and marriage isn't really something that you're currently after. That's kind of where I'm at, like I said. And, you know, for example, recently I've started to wonder about like having kids and if that's something I really want for my future. And the weirdest part about having those thoughts is not the idea that, oh my gosh, I'm never going to have kids and um, I'm not going to carry on my family name. I wouldn't do that anyways, because we live in a patriarchy where I have to take my husband's fucking name, which I'm never going to do. It's not the idea that like there's going to be no one around to like wipe my ass when I'm 102 or whatever. The weirdest part is when you realize that you might not want something that society has told you. From the moment that you were born that you're supposed to want. Think about it. Little kids toys, right? Boys get action figures and and all that other cool shit. And girls, what do we get? We get baby dolls, kitchen sets, easy bake ovens, Barbie dream houses. From the moment we enter this earth, from day one, we are conditioned to want marriage and family and when you start to question if you want those things it kind of makes you feel like an outcast in a lot of ways because suddenly you realize like maybe you're not going to have as much to relate to your friends on anymore because you don't have you know wedding planning to discuss with them or a husband or marriage stuff to talk about or relationships to talk about You're not suddenly getting invited to those double dates with the couples or the mommy playdates with the babies and suddenly you feel like you're completely ostracized from the pack. And that brings up a whole slew of other feelings because we as human beings have social inclusion needs. And if they're not met, we literally don't survive. And that fear that that conjures up, it's terrifying. If you let it be if you spend your entire life comparing yourself to others who have those things, if you don't take a minute to stop and be grateful for the things that you have, if you don't stop comparing yourself to the Instagram photos you see, if you don't look for purpose anywhere else besides from a guy, then you can go out and fulfill all those needs that you think you're going to need or that you think you're going to get from getting engaged from within yourself. And I know that's easier said than done. And I'm also, again, I say this all the time on the podcast. I'm telling myself this and I'm telling you at the same time. Because let me tell you, it's not always easy to go against the grain. It is not always easy to, you know, for example, spend hundreds of dollars on people's weddings and baby showers and shit when those people can't even acknowledge your accomplishments. They can't even be like, oh, congrats, you got promoted. Because they're too busy, you know, running after their kids to think about what you have going on in your life. And it feels like shit. I'm not gonna lie. It's hard. It's hard. I am one of, you know, I have many single friends, but most, a lot of my friends my age have those things. It's like that classic sex in the city episode where Carrie and uh, Miranda are walking down the street and it was the one where her shoes got stolen anyways. And she's, she's talking about, you know, if I never achieve those things, is no one ever going to recognize anything that I do in my life? And it's hard. When people don't acknowledge those things but honestly it doesn't make them any less amazing okay because while there may not be a balloon that says congrats on the promotion i will tell you this and this this might be kind of controversial but getting engaged getting married and having kids might not be the most valuable thing you can do with your life for some people it is for some people that's all there is okay And again, I am not here to hate on those things, but I'm here to remind you that you can still be a wonderful person, a great friend, an amazing colleague, an amazingly, brilliantly intelligent person, have an accomplished career, be spiritually inclined, go on adventures, have great sex, sex, travel, so many things. You can also do those things if you're married and engaged. I acknowledge that. However, engagement, marriage, babies does not define you. It is, however, a very easy thing for society to reward. So what I'm telling you right now is to go out there and live a life that is so much brighter than any engagement ring, okay? And then you'll realize that you're a lot more magnetic. And then if you actually do want to go out and get engaged for all the right reasons, you'll find someone that is so amazing that complements your full life instead of looking for someone to define yours for you. And with that, I hope and I wish that this advice will help you get through engagement season. And I hope and pray that if you really truly want marriage and family and kids and all those wonderful things that I think I want them to, I don't know. I'm in a weird place. Don't ask whatever that you find those things that you find an amazing partner and a wonderful, wonderful, beautiful engagement, whatever it is that you want. And if you don't want those things, then I really hope that, you know, you're able to remember that your accomplishments matter and that your life has purpose and that you can still have a fulfilling life, even if those things don't come your way and that they certainly don't define you. So with that said, I'm wishing you all a good luck, (laughs) some good luck this engagement season. I hope that you find this helpful. If you do, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram and TikTok and send me a message. Do you agree with some of the things that we discussed? Do you agree that sometimes people overly emphasize marriage and family? Let me know. Go drop a comment on my Instagram or send me a DM. Let's discuss it. My Instagram and my TikTok are at Margot Explains It All. And I hope to see you guys over there. Thank you so much for listening. this episode of Kiss and Tel Aviv. We will see you in the next one. Bye, you little hookers, whores, prostitutes, and sluts. See you in the next one.